Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is The Travel Bros. Before we start off this episode, we have an important message. Our sponsor for today is Podscribe. Podscribe makes it so easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. So if you want to have your podcast transcribed, Podscribe is for you. Because they have made it so easy for us, we can definitely recommend it to you. And we know for a fact it works so well. We'll get an email within just 30 minutes of uploading our episode. Podscribe can also embed the transcript onto your website. So if you have a podcast or you'd like to start one, we would really encourage you to use Podscribe. If you say you came from the Travel Bros and sign on for one whole year, you'll receive your entire backlog transcribed for free. So just say you came from the Travel Bros. We know the founder of Podscribe, and he will definitely give you all an amazing deal if you say that you came from us. You can check out Podscribe's website simply by typing podscribe.ai into your search browser. So thank you so much for helping us with our transcripts. So Aaron... We are finally doing an episode about Iceland. Iceland is such an incredible country, and I've um, been fortunate enough to go there, and I I love Iceland so much. So do you want to just start us with our fun fact? Absolutely. So the fun fact for this episode is Iceland is the only country in the world without any bugs. In my opinion, that is incredible because I always hate getting bitten or stung by bugs on my vacations, but Iceland seems like a haven in terms of pesky insects. David, are you bothered by bugs on your vacations or do you not really mind them so much? You know, it depends. I guess if there's not too many, I don't mind them so much, but for sure, I mean, Iceland is incredible and the fact that I didn't even know that fact until you said it. But now that I'm thinking back to when I was in Iceland, I wasn't bothered by any bugs. In fact, I didn't even see any bugs. So, I mean, I love that so so much, the fact that there's actually no bugs there. Um, So I think that's amazing because, yeah, bugs do bother me. Yeah, David, I think that actually brings up a really good point because if it's like mosquitoes, you know, it really bothers me. But, you know, if it's just like, where basically every place, like a few bees or whatever that pollinate the area. I'm completely fine with that. I don't mind a few bees. Yeah, it's mostly the mosquitoes, you know. Yeah, it's the bugs that you know are out there specifically to get you. And I know another thing that doesn't have any bugs is also cruise ships because cruise ships are in the middle of the ocean. And all three cruise ships I've been on in my life, I haven't seen a single bug, roach, flying insects. I haven't even seen like a butterfly or a bee on a single of a on a single cruise ship I've been on, which I also really love. No, and Aaron, that's right. And it makes it incredible. It honestly makes it truly incredible on a cruise ship that there's no bugs. And also the weather, something that I noticed about cruise ships is the weather's always nice. You'll never go outside and you'll never be like, uh-huh. oh, this is miserably hot. This is all gross and humid because you know it always feels like a breeze. It can be too cold if you go somewhere that's cold, but chances are it won't be too cold. Um, so- Oh, I just, I can't believe we're doing an episode about Iceland. I'm super excited. Yep. So let's get started right in with the first fact for our episode. So Iceland is a truly beautiful country with amazing natural waterfalls and forests to explore. So the Golafoss Falls is a gorgeous waterfall in Iceland. During winter, the water is safe to drink and in the summer, it is safe to drink also. Uh, but I would 
base that off of your tour guide, whatever they say, or the locals, because it's really not up to me or you, whether you should drink it. It's up to the people that actually know the environment. And I also want to say something. I'm, I know I'm totally cutting you off, Aaron, but I I'm just want to say fine. later later in this episode, I actually am going to talk about drinking out of the waterfall. So I just thought that was important to say. For sure. So there's very cold water at these waterfalls also, but daredevils can accept the challenge of jumping in, which I don't even know if I would do because I love polar plunges, but that just seems very extreme being in Iceland. But the one major warning is stay away from the ledges on the large waterfalls, just so you don't take the risk of falling down the cliff, which is very important no matter where you are, whether you're in Iceland or Niagara Falls or literally a cliffside on the beach in Mexico. It doesn't really matter. You just always have to have, um, you just always have to make sure that you're staying protected at all times from any possible risks. But that doesn't mean, you know, you shouldn't do anything. And if you're one of those people that does want to stay on the ledge, and that's completely fine, but make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Now, David, I have a quick question. Do you think that the drinking water in Iceland, because I know you've known this from personal experience. What do you think about the quality of the water in Iceland? And I don't really want to take away from your later question, but I just want to ask you what you specifically think, like how it tastes in comparison to like tap water. Yeah, I totally get your um, question. So I I am not going to go into too much detail because I'm going to go into a lot more detail for my turn, but short answer. And again, I'm going to give you all the long one on my turn in a couple of paragraphs. So please just wait. But it is, let's just put it this way, it is considered pure water, more clean water than water bottles. So it's way better than tap water, no comparison. That's all I can say right now. Um, So again, I'm going to talk about that later. But right now, I want to talk about something else I did when I went to Iceland. Something awesome I did when I was in Iceland is a very popular tourist attraction called the Blue Lagoon, which is outside of Reykjavik, which is the capital of Iceland. The Blue Lagoon is a gorgeous blue water, mineral, natural area you can swim in. So it's like a big pool filled with like soft blue water. Imagine a huge pool full of natural mineral water. That's how I can describe it to you. In fact, they're so serious about keeping the water at the Blue Lagoon clean that they make you take a naked shower. Yeah, a naked shower, no swimsuit allowed before you go in the locker room. So I know it's a little weird, but besides that, it's an absolutely amazing experience. Now, let me let you in on a little secret. Actually, it's a big secret. It's a huge secret most people know about. On a different part of Iceland, they have something called the Mivatan or the Mivat, I don't know how it's pronounced, baths. This is pretty much just a smaller version of the Blue Lagoon, but it's pretty much the same thing, natural mineral, naked shower, whole thing. But no one knows about it. It's not a popular tourist attraction. So unless you hear it from someone who's done it, you're not going to have heard about it. So it's like the Blue Lagoon. It's not as touristy. It's a lot smaller, a lot lot less commercialized. I actually like the Blue Lagoon more. That was just my opinion because, you know, they do the whole thing. You get a free drink. You get a free, like, face rub, you know. But the Mivat Baths was also very, very good. Would you rather, Aaron, go to the Mivat Baths which is more like a private, more people don't know about it, or the Blue Lagoon, which is, yes, it's more busy, but it's also a lot bigger. You get a free, I know this sounds like it's mostly for girls, but it's actually not. They give you a free like mud rub on your face. I don't know how to say it. 
and they give you like the adults there a free drink. Uh, so it, it's a lot bigger, but it's more commercialized. Which one would you rather go to? I think being the person who I am right now, I would probably choose the Miviton baths because I'm I'm somebody who generally doesn't mind crowds and like public places as long as I'm going somewhere. But if it's a, something I'm trying to really relax at, I like not being alone, but I also, I really mind if there's a large crowd at like a spa or something like that. You know, when I'm trying to relax, I mind if there's a bunch of noise and stuff like that. So in this specific circumstance, I would definitely choose the Miviton baths. But I think if I was with like a bunch of friends and I was just like going from country to country in Europe and like hanging out with people and stuff like that, and I was a full adult so I could drink, then I would probably choose the Blue Lagoon because that just seems like more of a fun place that you can go with your friends and stuff like that. But if you really just want to actually relax, I think the Miviton baths would probably be better. What do you think? I could not agree with you more. And if you were to ask me that, I would definitely answer the same question. I would answer the same way. Um, So yeah, I totally agree with you by yourself or with small, close family or friends. Um, By yourself, Miviton Bass, but with people, Blue Lagoon. Oh, but you know, there's a bunch of other things in Iceland that you can do that's very fun that you can do by yourself and also with your family or friends. And a couple of those things are mountain biking and hiking, which I don't know if you've heard of. So Selfoss Iceland is your best option because it has just incredible and beautiful mountains there. So it is kind of difficult to mountain bike on for beginners, but you know, if you're a expert, or I wouldn't say professional caliber, I could just say like me and David's level, you shouldn't have that big of a that hard of a time going down it because it's not like extreme or anything but the difficulty is just the bare minimum of what I would say me and David are comfortable with because it's similar to what we did out I saw pictures at like Memorial Park in Houston Texas but it's also really cold because it's at a high altitude and everybody knows that higher altitudes are colder so definitely make sure to bring a heavy jacket and that's not something that you'll usually have to remember when you're mountain biking but it is in Iceland so it's also really cool because if you are comfortable with doing like the extra cool mountain biking and hiking stuff you can actually get some incredible views because the harder trails actually have more beautiful views since they have larger cliff sides and you just have more of a view of all of the other mountains and stuff like that around yeah so i would just recommend to everybody that's not as experienced don't go way out of your comfort zone on these types of things because Iceland is a very unmarked place and it's not a very touristy place for the most part other than I would say cruises and Blue Lagoon and that kind of area and Reykjavik. The outskirts of Iceland like the countrysides are not very popular amongst tourists and so I just recommend staying where it is marked and you have a bunch of signs telling you where you are and where to go. So David if you were in Iceland again, if you got to go to Iceland again, would you keep your vacation how you did last time? Or would you try to do some of the newer things like hiking and mountain biking? Um, I would do the newer things, but I would also probably do like the Blue Lagoon again or Mibaton Baths because that was amazing. But I would definitely, especially me, I love biking, Erin, as you know. So I would definitely want to try, um, I would for sure want to try the mountain biking or in hiking, but especially mountain biking. What about you? 
I think I'll have to agree with you. I think the mountain biking would be really gorgeous, and I feel like it's just in our comfort zone to do. And so, yeah, I would definitely choose that. Yeah, for sure. So I just that that sounds awesome to me. I that actually sounds awesome going mountain biking in Iceland. Um, so something else about Iceland is that when I went, it was the summer, and there's something amazing that happens during the summer in Iceland. Also amazing things in the winter. Like I believe in the winter, you can see the Aurora Borealis, which is amazing, the Northern Lights. But there's something amazing that happens during the summer. And this is not a specific location I'm gonna talk about. There's something called white night. So the sun doesn't actually set in Iceland until very late at night. In fact, I don't even know if it does at all. And if it does, it's maybe for an hour. The feeling is insane in Iceland when you look outside at midnight and the sun is still up. I mean, that's crazy. Like looking outside of your room at midnight and the sun is up, like that's just an insane experience, especially I live here in Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, another thing about Iceland that Aaron was talking about earlier is the purified water. The purified water that you can drink out straight from the streams. Again, talk to your tour guide, but 99% of like, streams in Iceland you can just drink out of. It's actually cleaner than the water in water bottles and it tastes amazing. So that answered your question from earlier. It tastes like the best water I've ever had in my life. Iceland is just such an incredible place considering the fact that you can just drink water from streams. I mean, what do you think, Aaron? What what would excite you more, drinking water from streams or seeing the sun up at 12? Well, I don't really think I would be necessarily excited to see the sun up at midnight, but if I really could have that experience, if you just asked me for one day, what would I rather see? I would probably still choose the um, drinking out of the streams because I've never done that before and I've always wanted to do that. I find that really cool to drink out of like natural uh, Icelandic streams and stuff like that because, you know, you don't get that opportunity in the United States or even Canada. You don't even get that opportunity because it's not that cold in Canada all year round. It's really cold in the winter, but it's not that cold in the summer. I mean, it still is in a lot of parts, but it's not that cold as Iceland. And not only that, it's safe to drink, I think, in my opinion, for the same reasons that there's no bugs there, because there's no, like, and there's not a lot of animals or bugs that can just fly in there or contaminate the water and stuff like that. And I agree, like, I don't think, don't, like, quote me on this, but I don't think there's any other country in the world where you can, maybe certain streams, like, we live in Texas, I'm sure there's, like, maybe a stream in Texas that's safe to drink from, but I don't think there's another country in the world where, 99% if you just see a random stream in the middle of nowhere, you know that it's just safe to drink from. I think Iceland is very unique because it's the only country where you can just be like, oh, I'm thirsty when you're taking a road trip. Let's just stop here. But you know it's safe to drink. Even in Colorado, the streams are not safe to drink from. Ah, so David, what we haven't talked about yet are the glacier lakes. And I know for a lot of people, even they have that in Alaska too, and a bunch of other places throughout like the entire country of Canada. But a super fun thing for tourists in Iceland is one of the most beautiful glacier lakes in the world. And it is in the city of, please correct me if we have any Icelandic viewers, if we, uh, on our podcast, which I'm not sure if we do, we have to check our stats on that. But, um, Jokulsarlon. So 
you can get a great lake tour with a group on this amazing lake. And it borders with the, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but Vatnakjökull um, National Park. So there is a tiny opening on the lake that flows into the Atlantic Ocean. And you can climb onto the glaciers, but make sure you don't fall in because the water is literally freezing. So you are able to see the northern lights from this location. And as David said before, the northern lights can be a really gorgeous thing in the wintertime. And it's also surprisingly a popular wedding venue. So if you're listening to this right now and you have a wedding coming up, you're not quite sure where you want your wedding destination to be. Well, this is definitely the place for you. David, if you fast forward 30 years from now and you're getting married, where would you want to have it? Would you rather have it in somewhere like where we live in Texas or would you rather have it in Iceland? Well, honestly, if you're asking for me personal, just my opinion personally, I would probably rather have it in Iceland because it's way cooler. But realistically, I think you have the wedding where the uh, where the mom or I guess, yeah, where the mom is from. So like if I got married, I would, and my wife was, let's just say from Houston, I would probably get married here because that's, you normally get married where the woman is from. That's just kind of like the traditional Uh thing. But if I were to have like an out of state, like vacation wedding, I would want to do it in Iceland for sure. What about you? I completely agree. I think that would be a lot better than Texas. I know there can be a lot of beautiful places in Texas. Oh, for sure. Uh Like for example, El Paso is a gorgeous place, but it does have its ups and downs. And I still think I would choose Iceland because, you know, you don't get an experience like that in your entire life. Yeah. Especially hosting a wedding venue. For sure. But I also want to say something else I noticed as you were talking about glaciers. I don't think you were talking about the one I saw, but I went to a glacier uh, that my parents went to on their years ago when they were in like 2012 or 2013. And this is really sad, but global warming each year, Aaron, you don't even know this. It's shrinking so much each year. So I went there and you see how much it shrunk. And my parents were like, oh my gosh, when I was here eight years ago, this whole thing was ice and now it's just water because it's just melted. So yeah, that's vote for depressing. Bernie. I'm kidding. Don't vote for Bernie. He sucks <laughs> or he's amazing, depending on what you think. Kidding. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm kidding. Maybe I'm not. That's, that's something for another time. <laughs> but now we are actually going to talk about Iceland's economy. So Iceland's economy, but, but that is terrible, Aaron, that it's shrinking. That's just- Yeah, awful. that actually is horrible. So Iceland's economy is incredible. And due to the incredible economy, it was ranked the safest country on earth. Because of how safe this is, that's one of the main components that increases tourism, which helps the industry. Plus, it's an amazing, amazing country. So see, that's kind of how the economy works, because it's safe, increases tourism. Because it's tourism, it's, it's kind of like a cycle, um, which is just incredible. And Aaron, last episode, we talked about, I don't remember, was it... Um, our last episode was Greece, we right? We talked about, yes, yes. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was Greece. Oh, wait, Aaron, we made so many episodes, I can't even remember. At this yeah, point. Our, our last episode was about Greece, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Greece. So you talked about black sand beaches, and I think I talked a little bit about how I went to one in Iceland. Now, this black sand beach was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, there were black sand beaches. I, I, there, I went to this once-in-a-lifetime black sand beach, but there's one little catch. When you go there, there's a sign saying, 
someone died two years ago from getting swiped up by this wave. They're called something waves. I forgot what they're called. They're like these waves that are pretty rare, but at the Black Sand Beach, it's ranked one of the most dangerous beaches because these waves, these, oh, I forgot what it's called, these something waves can come up and like you see them, you don't even see them. It's imagine like a tsunami, but it doesn't go onto land. It's just these huge, oh yeah, they're called sneaker waves. These huge sneaker waves can come out of nowhere and swipe you in. So you can't really get near the water. Um, so I touched the water maybe one time and then I backed up. So it's really scary, but it's also a really beautiful place to go if you are ever in Iceland. What do you think? David, that sounds terrifying and awesome at the same time. And for our listeners, this shouldn't discourage y'all to go to Iceland if you're no, considering it's so it. No, it's so rare. Right. It's just if, you're so- not, if you're not standing on the water, even if there is a sneaker wave, you'll be fine, as long as you're not in the water. That's we're just suggesting, yeah, we're just suggesting that you take the right precautions and stuff like that. And you always want to definitely look out for where you're vacationing and that's it. You know, you can have fun on your vacations, but you also want to make sure that you don't die on your vacations. Let me tell you, Iceland is the safest country you'll ever visit. Exactly. <laughs> I, I really, and that's another reason why you, it shouldn't discourage you to go there just because of one bad incident that's happened. And it's probably happened several times, just it's very rare because people at this point know that it's not safe to go onto the black sand beaches. And unfortunately- or it's safe to go on, it's just not safe to swim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, David, we have to end this episode on Iceland. And I really, really loved filming this episode and constructing our information for this episode. And I just have to say something to our listeners right now. So remember everybody to check out our website, thetravelbrospodcast.com for extra Travel Bros resources. And we have a really good limited time offer where you can buy our extra content for only $2. And this lasts a lifetime and never expires. You don't have to renew it. $2 for lifetime. And I also want to say something. Our Instagram is at the Travel Bros Official. So also check that out for podcast edits and contents. And just so you know, for the $2 lifetime, it's an amazing deal, but it's not one of those things where it's so annoying, like we email you three times a day. Now, if you want us to email you three times a day, that's an option. But if you want us to email you once a month, that's also an option. We have customizable options, so you will choose. So it's not annoying, but you'll also receive emails if you want to. So thank you so much for listening to our episode about Iceland. And this was the Travel Bros.